La 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 la. I'm going to cut that anyway. Okay, here we go. Sir, loose from the underground. Hello, welcome to The Underground. This is the podcast where we talk about the world and how crazy and weird and messed up it is. I'm your host, Duncan Michael McPherson, and today on the podcast, I want to talk about, um, I want to continue talking about Ontario lockdowns since they are still going on and they're talking about extending them into June. Uh, and specifically, I want to talk about masks again. And uh, an article came out from the C- from the New York Times about the CDC, and I want to talk about that article because I think it's really important. So let's uh, let's just get into it. Um, so first, I want to say what my take on uh, the my take on masks in general, uh, and then I want to take from the article, um, and then I want to talk about uh, Ontario and the laws and rules that have been past to uh you know keep us complacent i guess anyway i want to talk about my take on masks so here's my take on masks and it's similar to the podcast i did beforehand um yeah uh so my my views on masks have really not changed very much since then um so the first thing i would say is cloth masks so before i get into this the type of mask is really important when we're talking about masking, okay? So cloth masks don't work. There's a lot of evidence to suggest that cloth masks don't work. Now, some people are putting three and four layers of cloth mask and then a surgical mask over top of that. I don't know what the numbers are for that, but if you're wearing more than one mask, one mask is not is not working sufficiently, right? So they're talking about double masking and all this stuff. I think this is all pretty clear evidence that masks, at least that cloth masks, don't work. Now, let's talk about surgical masks. I think that the evidence that I saw suggested that surgical masks work somewhat. But my argument would be that it's it they work, they're so inefficient. They work so poorly that I don't think that they're worth mandating. If people want to wear masks, I am all for it go ahead wear your mask if it makes you feel safe if if even if it reduces your risk of the virus by five percent now the highest i saw for surgical masks in the research that i did said that it works 20 percent um and i think that was for the person wearing the mask now a lot of the arguments are that it helps people who don't wear the mask i think that's a ridiculous argument because air travels whether you know the argument is that the air travels out the sides um of the mask because it's not a perfect seal and anytime it's not a perfect seal um it it and it doesn't matter if you're breathing in or out air is coming in the sides of the mask because it's not a perfect seal because air is like water it's going to find the least the path of least resistance so when i hear arguments that This is a hard one. When I hear arguments that say, like, you know, it's for other people, you wear the mask for other people, that is complete nonsense. If it doesn't work for you, it doesn't work for them. Now, the other type of mask that does not get talked about enough is N95 masks. I believe, personally, that N95 masks work. 
Now, my other people who are anti-mask would say that they don't work. And the reason that they give that I've heard is that the COVID uh, molecules are so tiny that they can go right through the mask because the mask, whatever the dimensions of the, 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 the I don't know, the mask are, um, allow particles of COVID to travel through. Now, my understanding is that they're static, elect they're made to be like electrically charged, static electricity. And so when the molecules go through, they actually get sucked into the mesh and cannot pass right through. Now, I don't know how accurate that is but it seems to me like n95 masks would be the best way to go and if we could go back in time to a year ago or more uh which is really what we should be talking about is why didn't we prepare for this pandemic better but that's a different podcast um why didn't we start mass producing n95 masks immediately i think that's a really important question and whether you're pro mask or anti mask um i think that that's an important question to ask uh, especially if you're pro mask like and and so this brings me to the next point which is health organizations like the who and the cdc originally said that masks don't work and that we should not wear them um now they since have changed their mind, obviously, and told everybody to wear a mask. And they have said that they said that in the beginning that masks don't work and you shouldn't wear them because they wanted to save them for healthcare workers. If you want me to lose faith in an organization, just lie to me. That's all you have to do, and I will not listen to anything you have to say. And I think that's why we're having so much dissent over masks in particularly but everything to do with COVID-19 and why there are a lot of conspiracy theories and and uh extremists on both sides on both sides there's extremes right like if you're again so this is going to bring us to this article but if you're wearing a mask outside you're an extremist on the pro mask side right if you are not willing to wear an N95 mask then I think you're an extremist on the on the anti-mask side. Anyway, um, masks don't work outside. We should all know this by now. I I don't know why people don't. Um, it, the only reason I can think of is because they're just listening to what the media and the you know the these health organizations are telling them. So, which brings me to. This article. Now, this article comes. It, it, first of all, this article is about the CDC, uh, in, in the U.S. Uh, apparently, there's an, another one in China, but this is the CDC in the U.S. Uh, uh, and basically, they lied, or I shouldn't say lied, uh, misleading. They they released misleading information about wearing masks outside. Okay. And this is really important because I think that the reason why we have so much disagreement about COVID-19 in general is because of lies and misleading information like this. Not from, you know, like you expect certain, you expect Alex Jones to have misleading information. You know, if you watch that, you you know what you're getting. You know what I mean? Um, I expect Ben Shapiro to have a right-wing take on everything and to leave out anything left wing right it's just i understand where the bias is but when i 
get the CDC. Well, actually, I should say when I when I hear from the CDC, I think they're obviously going to overreact, right? Like uh, every every doctor and nurse and health practitioner, I I believe is a little like germaphobic. Let's let's say it that way. That's the nicest way to say it. But like there, and it makes sense. Like they're gonna they're gonna be on the side of caution, right? Um, because they work in the field, they know what it's like and everything like that. Like, it makes sense. And, and I'm not surprised that the CDC is leaning on the side of caution. Now, as a government official, not as a government, like, uh, uh, you know, a premier, a prime minister, a president, um, a governor, you have to also be aware of that. You can't just listen to what they say and go, OK, I'm going to take this and run with it 100 percent the way it is. You should listen to that side. You should also listen to the other side and kind of make your judgments based on that. I I think that's how I would govern things. Um, you know, and obviously, you know, Doug Ford, Justin Trudeau, these guys have not done that. Um, they are what's what's the word? I, I don't want to call them fear mongers. I don't want to call them. It's like it's like a form of safetyism. This belief that safety is the most important thing and that we should care about safety above all else. And I would just disagree with that because I think that doesn't make for a healthy way to live your life. And that's what we've seen for the past year. Okay, anyway. Let's let's look at the CDC. This article comes from the New York Times. Now, in my opinion, and I think uh, most people will agree with this, the New York Times is one of the most liberal uh, news organizations out there. Um, I, I don't think that's controversial to say. I think that, for the most part, people would understand where, why I'm saying that. Um, even if you're very left-wing, you might say, that's fine, but you're left-wing. You acknowledge that you're liberal and you, you know, okay, so anyway... New York Times is pretty liberal. This is not from Rebel News or The Daily Wire or some right-wing, uh, you know, uh, side of things. This is the New York Times. Um, this article is by David Leonhardt. I, I think I said his name right. Anyway, that doesn't matter, but you can fact-check him and look him up if you want because that's a good, it's a good thing to do, I think, um, to see where people's motivations come from. Um, and I'm just going to read some of this and then and then give my take on it. When the Center Centers for Disease Control and Prevention released new guidelines last month for mask wearing, it announced that less than 10% of COVID-19 transmission was occurring outdoors. 10%. Media organizations repeated this statistic and it quickly became a standard description of the frequency of outdoor transmission. Ten percent, ten percent is happening outdoors. Hmm, that's odd. That's not what I've seen up till now. But the number is almost certainly misleading. It appears to be based partly on a misclassification of some COVID transmission that actually took place in enclosed spaces, as I explained below. An even bigger issue is the extreme caution of CDC officials who picked a benchmark ten percent so high that nobody could reasonably dispute it. That benchmark seems to be a huge exaggeration as Dr. Mug, I don't know if I'm saying this guy's name right, but Mug uh, Chevik, Sevik, a virologist at the University of St. Andrews said, 
In truth, the share of transmission that has occurred outdoors seems to be below 1% and maybe below 0.1%, multiple epidemiologists told me. The rare outdoor transmission that has happened almost all seems to have involved crowded places or close conversation. 10%, where do I even start with this? 10% is a big difference between less than 1% and possibly less than 0.1%. This, this, this makes me so angry. Um, so he goes on to say, saying that less than 10% of COVID tra transmission occurs outdoors is akin to saying that sharks attack fewer than 20,000 swimmers a year. The actual worldwide number is around 150. It's both true and deceiving. Why is the CDC giving us deceiving and misleading information? Their job is to give us accurate information so we can make accurate decisions about our lives and about our safety. And so the government and government officials can make accurate decisions about our lives and our safety. This is so infuriating. And I think, I think the reason why this makes me in particular so angry is that I've been saying this from the beginning, and people have called me a conspiracy theorist from the beginning. Um, I, I, don't, I don't know what to say about this. I don't know how you can trust the CDC anymore. I don't know how, how people are still trusting in the WHO, uh, even though this article is not about them. But, you know, with the, the original lie of, oh, you shouldn't wear masks, they don't work. And then saying, oh, they, they do work now. We're just saying that so that you wouldn't buy them. Uh, how can you trust these organizations? How can we, as a society, how can our government trust these organizations and listen to them still? Unbelievable. This is so infuriating. Um, okay, so anyway, I want to skip down. I want to skip down in the article, a paragraph, and just keep reading. They continue to treat outdoor transmission as a major risk. The CDC says that unvaccinated people should wear masks in most outdoor settings, and vaccinated people should wear them at large public venues. Insane. That is insane. That's an insane thing to say. This is what I mean by by safetyism and overreacting to things, which has been happening from the beginning. It it has one more, last thing. Summer camps should require children to wear masks virtually at all times, even though you're outdoors 98% of the time at summer camp, right? Are they supposed to sleep with masks on? Like, what are you talking about? I, I don't understand why people are still listening to these <laughs> these insane things we know that the disease doesn't spread outside if you don't know that you're, you've been living under a rock or you've just been you know watching cnn only <sighs> this is this is so infuriating <laughs> i, 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 I <laughs> when when i'm agreeing with the new york times right you know, like it, it's one thing in the beginning when people disagreed with me about this stuff and uh, I was I was looking at the studies on my own, um, you know, like uh, one of the one of the studies that the CDC used for masks, which I can't find any anywhere anymore. 
um, but it was on their website originally, was the reason... Actually, no, it might... Maybe I found it. I forget. I, I'll post it up here if I if I can find it. But um, the the one of the original studies that the CDC used to justify masks and say that they did work was the study... Uh, it wasn't a study. It was... There was a plane... Um, somebody on the plane had COVID, everybody on the plane had masks on, and nobody else got COVID. That was their study. It was like a plane of 150 people or whatever a plane holds, uh, which is too small of a sample size for an, an organization like the CDC to post it on their website. Um, and the fact that no one else got it has nothing to do... well. It, we don't know that it has anything to do with masks, right? This is, uh, uh, correlation does not equal causation, right? Just because something happens <laughs> does not mean it, it caused or, or stopped from causing something else to happen, right? Just because people were wearing masks doesn't mean that the masks were what stopped them from getting COVID. Um, there's a million reasons why that could have happened, right? There's, there's, there, there's too many variables for that to be, but this was on their website. This is this is what they posted as one of four, which three other ones is not enough either, right? Like if you're going to post scientific uh, studies that have said that masks work to convince people to use masks, then probably, you know, four, four studies, one of which was 150 people on a plane. The other three were just as unreliable as the the one I just mentioned. I forget exactly what the studies were, but you can I, I think they're still up there. So people would send me this this and say like mass work. There's evidence for mass, and I would look at the studies. and And a lot of the studies were laboratory studies, which fine, you know that's that's a legitimate way of doing a study. But also like you have to translate that to the real world world for. It, you to be sure that it worked, right? Like if I sit in my office and I, you know, set up the conditions perfectly for an experiment, that's fine. And that there's some evidence there. That's that's valuable evidence and information. But when you move it out into the real world and it doesn't work, you go, oh, like we might be missing something. There's too many variables. Like you, you got to readjust and figure out why it's not working in the real world, right? Which is why I brought up the Denmark study in my last podcast on masks. The Denmark study had 6,000 participants. Half wore masks, half didn't wear masks. And the results were that this basically the same number. I think 52 and 48 people got COVID in each group, um, which they said was statistically insignificant. Now, that's not proof. Like that's that's evidence. There's evidence that masks don't work, but that's not conclusive proof that masks don't work, but it's a much better study than 150 people on a plane. I'm so angry about this. <sighs> I feel like I need to calm down before I keep going. Um Okay, so that's that's enough about that. That's complete nonsense. I can't believe that the CDC is so unreliable. And my, like when I look at this and I see people being very extreme with their beliefs about um, about masks, about lockdowns, about vaccines, uh, conspiracy theories about nanobots and all this nonsense, this is why. 
if they feel like they can't trust, you know, the government or the the government health officials or people like that, you know, like uh, the other thing, the other one that I want to point at that's been very misleading is the modeling. The modeling for the disease has always been wrong. They've always modeled much higher uh, predictions than what actually happened. And I understand they're being trying to be cautious and they're trying to, you know, err on the side of caution. But there's a difference between erring on the side of caution and then making all your decisions based on those over-emphasized, over-exaggerated models and predictions. Um, and then not, not repenting of that and saying, oh, we messed up, we got it wrong, maybe the next wave of this disease will, will do better. Anyway, so how does this relate to Ontario? Well, Ontario is still in a state of lockdown, even though our numbers are falling dramatically. Um, the whole province is in lockdown, even though Doug Ford himself said that 80% of the cases are in 20% of the province. Lock them down then, but don't lock us down. Because, you know, like the, where I live, uh, Chatham, Windsor, those areas are doing fine. And there's not a lot of cases. Um, it, it depends on what your definition of a lot of cases is. But I would say that there's not enough cases to make a lockdown uh, justifiable. Uh, to break, again, going back to my last podcast, to break the, the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, you need pretty darn good evidence. And you the numbers have to be fairly high uh, to take away the Charter of Rights and Freedoms, which, you know, I have a whole issue with. Because I don't think that there should be a reason to take away those, you know. There's not in the U.S., but there is in Canada, you know. There's a reasonable limit on stuff like that that I talked about last week. And I, yeah. That's why I'm considering moving to Michigan. Anyway. Um, so, should Ontario be locked down right now? Absolutely not. Should <laughs> things like golf courses and children's outdoor sports and summer camps be not allowed to run right now? No. This is proof. The CDC, the New York Times article about the CDC lying about the 10% is evidence that outdoor activities should be not just allowed, they should be encouraged. And I still haven't heard a lot of people talking about the importance of getting vitamin D, which is best gotten from the sun, which only happens if you go outside and do stuff outside. So why aren't we talking about that? Why... Again, I'm just getting I'm getting angry. I'm, I'm turning into Alex Jones or or something like where I'm just yelling the whole time. So frustrating. Why are we not playing baseball and golf and and I don't know whatever other sports? There's no other sports matter. Soccer, pfft, soccer. Um, why aren't we playing? Why aren't we allowed to? We're not allowed to play those sports. We're not even allowed, it's not even like they, they just said like organized sports because there's too many people. I'm not allowed to go to the baseball diamond behind my house and and hit baseballs. I, I don't think I'm allowed to do it alone, which I do anyway. But I don't think I'm allowed to do it with uh, with uh, like a group of friends or anything like that. Either. Well, I know, I know I'm not allowed to do it with a group of friends. But I don't even think I'm allowed to go out there by myself and hit baseballs off a tee, which I do because I don't care about these restrictions so i you know it's not even like organized sports are closed down no you're not allowed to go out there by yourself <laughs> uh 
it's it's almost it's almost comical now. Like, what are we doing? And I, I I'm sorry for getting so angry. I I, I feel like I'm getting uh, I'm maybe I'm losing some people that are kind of on the fence because I'm being so sarcastic. But I, I can't help but be angry about this. Um, and now they're ex- they're talking about extending the lockdown into June instead of ending on May 20th, I think they're supposed to end, before the long weekend. They're talking about going like an extra week or something. or uh, Yeah, I think it's like an extra week or maybe two weeks. But uh, that's insane. We're, we're living in an insane country uh, and an insane province that has insane rules with an insane tyrannical dictator uh, at the helm, both provincially and federally. Doug Ford, Justin Trudeau, calling you out. You're dictators, and you're taking away our basic fundamental rights and freedoms based on science that was a lie from the CDC, and based on um, you know not 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 justifiable evidence because there's no evidence that that anything outdoors should be shut down. Okay, I'm. I'm done my rant, I guess. Ah, uh, okay. So I think I think that's all I'm going to say about that. Um, I I don't know what else to say to convince people. I think I think that some people have bought into this ideology that we listen to the government s- so hard and so much that now they they feel like they can't go back. At some point, you have to turn away from this mentality that the government is going to protect you and has your best interests in mind. Please come to my side. Come to the side of of reason and, and critical thinking and questioning the government. We should never just trust the government 100%. That's a terrible idea. Uh, all the people that I respect, Gandhi, uh, Martin Luther King Jr., Malcolm X, these people went against their government because they didn't trust them. And, uh, yeah, be, be one of those people. Don't be a sheep, please. Uh, Stop, stop just giving me these arguments that, that, uh, the government's going to take care of us and stuff. Okay. That's, that's all I can say. That's, that's it. Uh, That's my rant over. Um, anyway, I know I got a little impassioned during (laughs) impassions. Yeah. Like, uh. A nice way of saying it. I know I got a little impassioned and angry and yelly during this podcast, but I hope you still found found it balanced. I'm I'm trying not to be like too extreme one way or the other, um, and maybe I'm failing. I don't know. You know, like I'm not a, I'm not an expert in this, but um, anyway, uh, I hope you like the podcast. Please subscribe to my YouTube tra- channel. Um, I'm finding that most people are watching this podcast through YouTube, so. I think that's going to be my main uh, way of tracking how well it's doing. So please subscribe to it on YouTube. Uh, share the, the video, the, the podcast on Facebook, so, uh, you know, Instagram, um, whatever the kids are using these days, TikTok. Um, share, share it uh, with other people and, and like it and everything like that. And uh, I'm going to keep, keep uh, ranting about these things. So... Hopefully you liked it and you found it balanced. So uh, thank you for listening to Underground, the podcast where we talk about the world and how crazy and weird and messed up it is. I'm Duncan Michael McPherson. Thanks, everybody. God bless.
from the dark. 